What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Shoot or Pass podcast on behalf of Baseline Times. The Miami Heat are on board with a Game 3 victory in the 2020 NBA Finals. I am your host, one of three co-hosts here, Chevy, in the building again on this wonderful Shooter Pass podcast, the NBA podcast at Baseline Times, and it should be your go-to podcast. Lady, gentlemen, Robbie, Gabe, welcome back. How are you guys feeling today? How how's your Monday? How was your weekend? We feeling good? I'm doing great. I am fully recovered from a hangover. I am COVID-19 free. And the Heat won a damn game in the NBA Finals 2-1. We're not getting swept, suckers. We How's Raymond James doing today? You know, he okay? Suicide Watch. He's straight. Doesn't matter. We got another James up and coming. James Butler. The better of James yesterday. He was the better James yesterday. Jimotheus Butler. That's my name on Zencaster as we record right now. (laughs) Jimotheus James Butler. There we go. That that name is fire. That name is fire, Gabe. Fire, fire. I mean, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. Never count out the heat. If you did that shit against the Bucks and against the Celtics, you should know better. You mm-hmm. should know better. Fuck a unibrow. You're good. <laughs> just saying, you know. I mean, I'm just letting you guys get the slander out because we all know Lakers are five still. Hey, let me say something. LeBron was talking trash to Jimmy Butler. You saw it, right? First quarter, he was saying y'all in trouble. Jimmy was like, oh, really now, James? Really? Okay. And he just became James Butler and just, you know, he tore it up. You know, triple-double, you know. LeBron's talking trash. You know, he's so sure of himself. But without AD, I'm just saying that team ain't nothing without AD. You know, you know, I'm just saying. I mean, it's got to be a little bit of trash talk. I mean, this would be completely, like, boring just to watch two guys just square off. and be like, hey, man, good game, good game, you know. At least Mm -hmm. they can spice it up a little bit with all the injuries and things going about. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll definitely get into that. You know, obviously here we're at a little bit of a midpoint for the NBA Finals. Um, as a quick reminder, you guys can find us on most streaming platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. For our overseas fans in India, we're on Ghana, so check us out. Thank you all for listening. You guys can find me on Twitter at Baseline Chevy. Check out our IG, our Twitter at Baseline Times. Find us on Facebook and our home at www.baselinetimes.com. Robbie Gabe, where can the people locate you to, Heat fans? At Robin Hood with an H and a Y on the gram and the Twitter. Gabe XL on the Twitter and LG84 on the gram. Shoot or pass. All right, let's go ahead and give you guys another edition of the shoot or pass round here. First shoot or pass. LeBron James walking off the court with 10 seconds left in game three last night is not a good look for the Lakers. I think we need to give the floor to LeBron's personal defense attorney, Cheval Kanhai. Chevy, nice. you have the floor. Please go first. Two min- dos minutos on the clock. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to pass on this. It's, this is so, like, irrelevant to... Like, no one's reporting this. Like, it, it is just literally just fan hate, like, at this point. Like, it's not a major story on Fox. It's not a major for- story on Fox Sports, ESPN. It's not a major story anywhere. Uh, like, the New York... Um, like I, I don't know if you Google it, like 
it's it's really like irrelevant like it's such a non-story like no one's making a big deal about it. the new york post they posted something about fans stunned as lebron james walks off court during nba finals quote unquote not a good look like and they all they did was copy and paste a bunch of tweets that you and i robbie and gabe we all see this shit like 24 7 on nba twitter anyway so it is what it is but um it's such like a non-story it really it's kind of irrelevant i mean no one's really upset but but people like gabe no, no, no. Uh, uh, let, me, let me tell you right now, I'm going to pass on it as well. It, it really is a non-story. Come on. We've seen this happen time and time again. You're frustrated, you know, uh, your team didn't have a good game. You had like 20-something turnovers. I mean, it's not a big deal. We're bored. We need something to talk about, even though there's football going on. But no, let's pass on that. We'll, we'll give Ramon James a pass this time around. It's, it's not. It's a non-story. And, and during my research, I saw a lot of Jimmy Butler praise. I mean, that, that's what should happen, though. Like, it, it exactly. should be about it should be about Jimmy. I mean, I, I I like Jimmy. You know, I know we'll talk about him here coming up. But I mean, you know, obviously, they should make it about Jimmy. So yeah, kudos to major media today. I gotta say that. I'm gonna say shoot, and I actually did see it on ESPN. Oh. Um, but I'm not gonna. Say, okay, <laughs> let me clarify before you start shutting me down. Okay. Here we go. I I actually I don't think it's that big of a deal but it was pretty childish you can't call yourself a leader and do shit like that listen i understand it's frustrating your second option didn't show up in the game you got owned by a rookie a few times and had to chase after jimmy butler who was balling out your boys kcp and danny green were getting cooked on defense and couldn't do shit on offense and your team committed 20 turnovers but I mean if you know that the spotlight is gonna be on you and you know that there is potential for the media to take any little thing that you do and turn it into headlines all week long us included because we are talking about it don't do stupid shit like that you're just asking for the attention and distractions for your team you got so many young players that are looking up to you imagine if Jimmy Butler stormed off after the heat went down 0-2 the way they did you know that that would be making the media rounds too. So I got to say, shoot, it's not a big deal, but it's childish. Well, to chime in one more thing, I think if Jimmy Butler did it, no one would care because no one expects the Heat to win the series. So the focus will be on oh, LeBron James. Oh, you know James. they would be talking about it. They'd be like, oh, why did Jimmy walk off? Blah, 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 blah. I think the focus is more on the Lakers winning it because they, they are expected to win it. So whenever LeBron James has that attention on him, whether it's good or bad, it's always attention. Like the saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So, you know, if his attention on LeBron James, oh, he craves it. So, yeah, it, I, I don't think it's a big deal. It is what it is. We'll forget about it. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's not going to – I don't think it's going to affect the Lakers. But still, it's unnecessary. It's a bad look, but, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal, yeah. This is just further proof people wake up to discredit or hate on a girl, man. Like, like no one's talking about basketball, <laughs> like, the entire, like, playoffs. But the minute this has happened, like, there, there's a true authentic Facebook post out there in my Facebook world that – says that LeBron James is a coward and it's unsportsmanlike of what he did. And, and they're, they're from this person, particular person is never, there's just things like that. This it, it exists. People literally wake up and the first thing that's on your mind to post in, in the, the morning hours in the, in, in the East, it, it's, it's kind of ridiculous to me. So, I mean, it's a non-story it, in my opinion. And even if major media covered it, it's still a non-story. I mean, it's just, it just goes to the fact like it happened to happen. It is what it is. It's not a distraction. The Lakers are fine. Lakers are fine. Oh, you mother. <laughs> you got to end it with, as as LeBron's personal defense attorney, you got to end it with, I rest my case. <laughs> Do I really have to say that? Yes. Why? <laughs> I rest my case. Thank you. 
Uh, All right, next shooter uh, pass. If the Los Angeles Lakers are crowned the NBA champions, there should be an asterisk because they played against a Heat team missing some of its best players. Shoot or pass. Gabe, we'll let you go first. Give me the extra clips because we shooting the shit out of this one. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Nah, they, they should they should sweep the hell out of us. You know what I mean? So yes, you will get an asterisk because you avoided the Clippers thanks to Doc Rivers. Good job, buddy. Giannis had a meltdown, in part, thanks because of the heat. But uh, yeah, you know what? I think you should be a star next to that championship. I mean, it's in a bubble. You know, it's just not real. But if the Heat win it, yeah, we could take that star away because we really fought for it. We'd be harder teams to get there. So yeah, let's shoot the shit out of this one. Wow. I can't believe that I'm about to be the better person right now. I'm usually not. not. I'm usually Petty Betty. But today, game is Petty Betty. (laughs) Listen, here's the thing is, obviously I want to say shoot, right? First first inclination is to be like, shoot, just like Gabe did. But if I were to put myself in The Godfather, Pat Riley's Ferragamo slip-ons, he would say pass, so I gotta say pass. I'm not gonna really waste my breath on praising the Lakers any more than I have to. But last night, this Miami Heat team said, we ain't going down that easily. And let me remind y'all that the Heat came back from an 0-2 deficit in the finals to beat the Mavs in six games for their first championship. So, you know, I'm not I'm not jumping to conclusions. I'm just living in a bubble of delusion. But no, I I will still say that if the Lakers win, they will have earned it. I, and one more. And one more side note. At one point on the court, there was a, a lineup of um I forgot the center's name. Tall guy from the Heat. Good God, I'm doing a blank. Uh, no, it was Leonard. It was um uh, Nunn. It was Iggy. Uh, it was a curly haired dude. Man, I'm forgetting everybody's names. I'm getting old. Um, uh, God, oh, we buddy. established that you're old, man. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank today. I had his name in my mind a few minutes ago. We had a JV oh, lineup on the court. Where you were at this weekend? Nah, nah. But we had a JV lineup on the court. It, it's so bad. It's like, dude, you guys should be blowing this team out of the water. You know what I mean? But that's still here there. Just the point out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to pass on this one, guys. Like, I'm not, you know, I mean, you made it to the finals. I mean, injuries can happen to anybody, but I mean, it's not an asterisk for whatever reason. I'm, I'm not going to discredit, I'm not going to discredit the championship team. I mean, the, I, in my opinion, it's been worse, you know, finals. Obviously, you look at, if you look at uh, the finals in 2007, you know, you had the Spurs versus the Cavaliers, right? Mm-hmm. That's like one of the biggest like lopsided finals there. I mean, I'm not trying to compare it because there wasn't really no injuries. Yeah, calm you know, down. To, calm down. With but the compar- I mean, with the there's there's been here. worse NBA finals than what we're looking at. I mean, you still have Jimmy Butler. You still have first of all, what happened to Tyler Hero leading Robbie? You clearly had that last week where you got You said there's a little rookie that can lead you guys. So I said, bam. I'm just <laughs> saying. I said, bam. I did not anticipate him getting injured. Okay. I'm just saying. Calmate. That this is this is this is a pretty well-rounded roster for Miami. It, it, there has been worse NBA Finals than what we're seeing right now. So Chevy acting like none of our players got injured. Solomon <laughs> Hill, there we go. Solomon Hill. Sorry. Solomon Hill shot a three, guys. <laughs> I'm just saying there is worse the NBA Finals. Hill. 
worst NBA finals than, than what we're seeing right now. Even with the injuries, like even with the injuries. I mean, the injuries are terrible. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, shout out to Dragic. I mean, I, I was having a great season, man. That guy, you hate to see him. You know, he was like, today I saw the quote where he was like, I, I just kind of like asked the man above, like, why, <laughs> like, why just happened? I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, these are gr- great guys. They're great players, and there's great veteran players like him. And you know, Bam's a great, you know, individual talent, and you know, uh, most approved player of, the, of a candidate of the year. And it's terrible to see them go down like that. Look, don't get me wrong, but I mean, I'm not gonna discredit the, the championship. I mean, you gotta take care of business no matter what, whether the other team is ready or not. You still gotta go out and play four games and, and to win four games. So, um. Who made these damn, you know, our script today? It feels like Miami, a Miami fan made our show script with all these past questions. Listen, you have know. control. You're the, you're CEO Chevy. <laughs> I mean, you have the power here. Don't be blaming other people mm. for doing work oh, that you could do man. too. That was a great job. <laughs> oh, just Shooter pass. Coach Spo should have given into Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic's lobbying and let them play in game two. Robbie, shooter pass. I'm going to say pass and shout out to him for putting his players long-term health over winning games, because here's the deal. And we said this on our last podcast and, and he knows this, obviously we have no pressure to win this series. Sure. It would be nice, but you know, it's like, we've been saying all along, Gabe and I, we're playing with house money right now. Everybody out here is playing checkers while this man is playing chess. And so win or lose, he, he's thinking like he doesn't want the Heat to just win now. He wants his team to win in the future too. And showing that he cares about the well-being of his players shows that, you know, he's going to be a draw for when we, you know, decide to go after a certain free agent, potentially out of Milwaukee. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll pass also. You've covered most of the points I would have covered. But I agree. It's like we, we want to protect our long-term health of our players. Out of bio in particular, I know Goran's up there in age, but still, you know, just in case he has a chance to play, you know, sit him a few games, and maybe if we stretch this thing out to seven games, maybe he can come back game six or game seven or whatever. But yeah, I agree. Just you know, we weren't supposed to be here. Nobody thought we beat the Celtics. They didn't th- they think we beat the Bucks. We're here, so just you know, play with the guys you got on the bench and the other guys, and see what they can do. You know, um, the bigger goal for this team is to get bigger free agents. I think this team now, as constructed, we are a destination where players can say, oh, well, wow, this is how this culture works. You know, they grow talent from within. They develop it, and they become, you know, great, to de- decent to great players. So, yeah, I definitely agree with uh, Spolster saying, no, no, we're going to let, you know, you guys sit out this game and let the rest of our guys go at it. So, yeah, I'll pass on it as well. Yeah, absolutely pass. Health is wealth, man, especially in this NBA where – We've seen enough injuries and guys don't come back the same or you have the KDs, you know, with the injuries. And, and imagine if KD's not injured for the this, this stretch, you know, and what his legacy could be like if there's more championships. So, you know, you always get those questionable things based on injuries. And we've seen these careers completely derailed because of injuries. But um, so, yeah, I got to say health as well. So I'm going to pass on that. And um, I like what both you guys say, man. I mean, like what you guys have said so far, um, I mean, you know, you want to go after the free agent market. I think Miami is a hands-down one. Should be anybody's number one destination right now, uh, given what, what we've seen and, and the culture and, and everything that Butler represents. So, you know, that's the one thing I think we can't take away from Miami and also location. I mean, 
you know, Gabe, you and I being, being Florida men so far, we, we understand it. it's not a bad place to sometimes, you know, we were in the news for the wrong reasons, but it's not, it's not a nice, <laughs> you know, it's not nice to see those things, but I mean, it, it's a nice area. I mean, come on, like the, the, the arena is literally like, like next to South Beach. I mean, your drive, imagine you could get that nice new convertible cruise down to the game in the middle of like April, well, May, you're gonna June. Be, you're probably going to be sitting in a ton of traffic first. Well, then, you know, you can always, you know, you know, still enjoy enjoy the ride down, you know, South Beach Drive, whatever it is. I mean, you know, Biscayne. I mean, come on, like it's still the beautiful part of uh, being able to be in Miami. You still can't take that away. But to be a top, you know, team in the NBA, to be the man, you know, next to Jimmy Butler. I mean, Giannis. If, if, if you're looking, I mean, Miami is your destination. So yeah, I mean, it's a bigger goal ahead. So you got to pass to make sure everyone's healthy for for these reasons. Look at you, Cheval, defending the heat, standing up for the heat. Very well. Well, you stood up for them. You stood up for them. Thank you. Thank you for promoting us as a free agent destination. We really appreciate that. (laughs) Shoot or pass, LeBron James will not be named the NBA Finals MVP after this series. Shoot or pass, Robbie. I'm going to say pass because although after game two, I thought for sure it would be AD. But it looks like the Heat might have just uncovered the Uh-oh. blueprint to contain him without the services of one Bam Adebayo, and that is getting him into foul trouble early and taking him out of his rhythm. I mean, last night we saw it. He was basically shut out of the offense. Every time LeBron called for a screen, it was either Dwight or Rondo. And I think that that was more because he wasn't putting himself in position to get the ball fed to him. And whenever he did get the ball, there were more chances of him getting a careless turnover than points. Braun is going to Braun, and he has more advantages matchup-wise to perform better and, and have his performances display themselves in crazy stats so I think he's probably going to get the finals MVP if the Lakers win it all and and frankly we all know this it's going to be the better headline for the media too if he wins it over oh for sure um let's see I'm gonna shoot on this um I think AD is the one that should win MVP um, he's been playing out of his mind. He's a harder matchup for any team that's going against the Lakers. Like I said, LeBron, he's going to do his own thing. He's going to be the facilitator. You know, you you have ways of kind of, I won't say shutting down LeBron. But like she said, you have ways of kind of containing him a little bit to get the ball out of his hands. The thing with, Kate, the thing with AD is that he is hard to stop anywhere. He's good on defense. In the post, forget about it. There's no one to match up with him. He can shoot over the top. He can shoot the three. He can go around you. So I feel like this is his MVP to win. And I heard some people saying that, oh, he lost the MVP after game three because, you know, he was in foul trouble. And, you know, he just wasn't in the game, obviously, due to foul trouble. But I think this is 80s MVP, finals MVP to lose. Yeah, I mean, I got to go ahead. I'll pass for the sake of, yes, uh, you know, game three. So I'm passing on the sake of game three so far. I mean, he still has plenty of time. You know, if, if the Lakers wrap it up in five, it's game four, game five for AD to take off. I mean, I agree with it. Uh, but he's had it. You know, we're going to talk about him here a few a few moments about his playoff uh, run so far. But he's had a really good playoffs. Um, he is, you know, the, the, the one guy that is very unique in his skill set. And, um, it, you know, it, it, even Spolster, he drove him crazy, you know, probably the first game as well. I mean, we're really looking at it. You know, he scored 30 points each game in game one and two. Um, you know, he came into game um, three with, with a little bit of foul trouble as well. So, you know, let's just give him a little bit of credit here. 
Uh, I think for the sake of it here, I, I would say I'm going to pass this year. I would say I think next year, if we're looking at the same scenario with the Lakers in the finals again, it's probably because definitely because of Anthony Davis and the way he's been. So honestly, I think it's a toss up at this right here. I mean, looking at what LeBron James has done so far in the NBA finals versus um, Anthony Davis, I mean, you know, LeBron's, you know, is, if you, if you want to call it stuffing the other stats as well, not just the rebounds and the points next to Anthony Davis. But I mean, they've all equally been great. I mean, Hell, it is what it is. Whoever whoever wins, you know, if, if they win, the Lakers win, whoever wins, you know, congratulations. I mean, it is what it is. Shoot or pass. Anthony Davis's playoff run this season is not as great as Kevin Durant's 2017 playoff run. Shoot or pass on that game. Shoot. When Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, my God. My God. That dude was, I mean, who could stop him? I mean, he was all over the freaking court. He, I mean, it's, it's almost as, it's almost the same as AD, but LeBron, uh, but, uh, but KD, he can shoot from anywhere. So it was like trying to guard this guy, you know, you have to either trap him half court or, you know, get the ball out of his hands or whatever. I just think that his playoff run compared to KD, uh, to AD's was uh, much better. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely uh, shoot on that. I'm, a, I'm also I'm also going to say shoot. And, you know, it's it's for two simple reasons. One, he has the rings and two, it's like Gabe said, he is the better shot creator. He was a primary ball handler and. I mean, if you look at the stats in the playoffs for both of these players, they're, they're pretty similar. They're both, they both played about 35 to 36 minutes a game. AD's averaging 29.3 points per game, 9.6 rebounds, 3 assists versus KD, who was averaging 28.5, 7.9 rebounds, and 4.3 assists. So... If AD can shake off last night's performance and continue to be the scoring machine that he's been throughout these playoffs, I'm, you can very easily make an argument for him. But ultimately, the success of both of these guys comes down to how well they've complemented their teams. It was easier for KD to be a pure scorer on that Golden State squad. And I, I saw a comment on Reddit that described AD on this Lakers team perfectly. It said, AD plays like Dirk on offense and Tim Duncan on defense. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Mm, okay. I mean, I, I would, to, for the purpose of this, I'm going to go ahead and shoot. Because and, I think KD is a special player. He's great. Arguably the best when he's healthy. Um, and, and, you know, in that game, I feel the very much the same way, especially with that 2017 playoff run. Uh, you know, we we picked on KD for going to the Golden State Warriors, but he was absolutely hands down the best player. And in that NBA Finals, I mean, he knocked that that shot. Um, it was the Game Three over LeBron, um, and after that, rightfully earned his Finals MVP. So he he was the best player, and when he when he's the best, I mean, he, he's hard to beat. So, but you know. I like to say, guys, like I'm giving him credit, and you know, KD, KD's got his own thing going on. Likes to be on Twitter, all up in, you know, all sure the people's, does. yeah, mentions and stuff like that. But it's not that hard to give him credit for, for being a great player. And, you know, it's kind of funny how, how that thing works these days that some other guys can't get a lot of credit. Ooh, you tell him why you mad, Chevy. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm just saying, like, it's just. <laughs> But I don't have anything to react. I'm just saying, like, it's funny how we we can get together and have this conversation. It's just people are crazy, man. That's all I'm gonna say. 2020 is wild. This man lives. Let's, let's and wake up, LeBron James. Let's, 
and I don't even like, every turn. I mean, I don't have to. Like, I could just wake up this morning. Like, I could just wake up. Like, and I'm talking Eastern time. Like, let's think about the West Coast folks. Let's think, like before, like the West Coast could even crack open like their fridge and brew some coffee. Like, someone's on Twitter, on Instagram, someone's on Facebook, upset that LeBron walked off slightly to the side with nine seconds left. Like, whatever, man. Anyways. <laughs> You rest your let's case. Talk- Say it again. Say it again. Yeah, I rest my case. But let's <laughs> talk about the next shooter pass here. <laughs> Doc Rivers is about to blow another 3-1 lead <laughs> in a playoff series as the new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, Robbie. Are you going to shoot or pass? Are you putting money on this? Hell yeah, I'm going to shoot. Do you remember how he said that Golden State winning the championship back in 2015 was because they didn't have to face the Clippers or the Spurs in their playoff run mm. after his Clippers blew a 3-1 series mm. lead versus the Houston Rockets? Ugh. I will put money on this. He, I, I will put money that, one, it'll happen again, and two, that he's probably saying the same exact shit about the Lakers right now and truly believes it. Mm-hmm. Doc oh. Rivers Ooh. and the Philadelphia 76ers are the perfect pairing for more overhype and more disappointment. And frankly, I'm here for it. I kind of want to see this happen. Yeah. I kind of want to see Doc Rivers blow another 3-1 playoff series lead in Philadelphia just to watch the city implode before the asteroids wipe us all out. <laughs> Don't deny it. You kind of want to see that shit too because it will be so, so entertaining. Oh, Gabe, definitely. how you feel? <laughs> I, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna pass because I don't think he will get the opportunity to go up three one with oh! the city. Wow! If okay. ben, if Ben Simmons comes back the same exact player next year, he won't have the opportunity to do that. So you know, if you look in the if you look in the East, we got the Bucks, we have the Celtics, we have the number. Uh, we have the Heat, of course. We're gonna be you know there, you know, in the mix, and then you got KD and Kyrie Irving. I don't think he could beat those teams. I don't think that, that team is good enough to beat those teams to be up three to one. So he won't get the opportunity to be up three to one on any of those teams. So I'm gonna pass in that regard. But yeah, I would definitely love to see it. He get his fourth three one uh, series lead blown because come on, dude, if you have three of those on your record, three of them. Like if you get a fourth one, you can't coach ever again in the league. Like you're done. You can't get another job. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna actually shoot with Robbie because I'm I'm feeling what, what what's going on. Oh, you know, on her end there, and exactly thinking on the same <laughs> lines because there, I I think it's funny because I think at some point, at some point, where what we can get to is we can get to the point where maybe the Sixers overachieve in a series like a, a team against like Toronto or Boston. And they get up three one, and I can kind of potentially see that because I think the Sixers are still a playoff team. They're oh, good enough to get in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think at yeah. some point we can see like a Toronto or Boston just kind of figuring things out. Maybe they have like a bad fade of like a I don't know, like maybe a game winning shot, somebody hits for for the Sixers or something happens. Here goes Doc up three one again, and it's kind of like always happening. It's just trended that way. Um, so my advice to the Sixers, instead of not being bad enough to not make, you know, instead of not, you know, being bad enough to not make the playoffs, I should say, is just be good enough to either sweep or just just because it's it's not really working with you if you're up three one with mm-hmm. Doc Rivers as your head coach. Just think about all the content that we'll have oh at the God. expense of Ooh. this happening. Doc Rivers, yeah. <laughs> yep, no doubt. All right, shooter pass, Jeremy Grant will not be a Denver Nugget next season. Robbie, shoot or pass on that one? 
I'm gonna say pass because I feel like Denver realizes how integral he will be to the Nuggets after their playoff run this season. Coach Mike Malone said it best himself. To compete against the likes of the Lakers or even the Clippers in the Western Conference, he needed a guy like Jeremy in the small forward position to combat the LeBrons and the Kawhis and etc. There are teams like, say, the Hawks and the Suns who could be intriguing destinations for him, though. The Hawks could use someone that can actually play defense. He could be the piece that helps the Suns get into the playoffs, assuming they play they they play like they play in the bubble this season. Not with that man. Ultimately, <laughs> you know, wishful thinking, right? Yep. Ultimately, I believe Denver is the best fit for him, and he's stated himself that he wants to stay there and be a part of their future. So, with that said, I rest my case. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely agree too. Pass. Oftentimes, we see players have this good playoff run or, you know, a good end of the regular season and the money's not right and they go chase the money somewhere else and end up, you know, not being the same guy they would have been had they stayed in that role for the team they were playing for. So definitely, yes, yeah, stay with Denver, grow there. This is the first year, right, where Jeremy Grant's actually been decent as a basketball player. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't remember another year where he's been, you know, the type of guy he is now. Um, but um, yeah, definitely stay there, build something with Denver. You have a good thing going. Like I said, hopefully they don't they don't lowball them with a price or an offer, you know, to keep them in the lineup. But yeah, stay stay with Denver, build on that. You guys are good. You you're going to get better from this point on with Michael Porter Jr. developing even more. You know, Jamal Murray's there. Plus, to get Will Barton back next season. Uh, Gary Harris wasn't healthy. You have a good young squad there. Like, don't go anywhere. Else. Stay with the roster and you know and build forward. Yeah, I got to go ahead and pass on this one as, as well. I want to say that despite his great play, um, you know, he, he has elevated himself to be a suitor for an overpaid NBA contract. So I think he'll get some looks. I think in this offseason, though, it's going to be different, a little bit unique. I think with the uncertainty of teams playing in arenas with or without fans, might make NBA teams hold back on opening up the checkbook a little bit this offseason. Uh, maybe like a short-term like one year deal with Denver though and that's why I think that you know I'm going to pass on this and I think he'll be a Denver Nuggets still next season maybe on a one year deal shooter pass the 2021 Brooklyn Nets will be the new 2019-2020 Los Angeles Clippers Gabe shooter pass I'm going to pass on that not, whenever you have a KD on your team no you, you would not well they did blow up you on either actually damn they just remember that <laughs> but um no yeah not, not in the east of all places not in the east no I feel like you have KD, one of the best finishers in the game, one of the best pure shooters in the game, the best scorers in the game. And then you got Kyrie, who's also a great late-game finisher. Now, there is no way in hell that team would ever uh, be this year's Clippers. No. So uh, I'm going to definitely pass on that one. Too much too much firepower. And, uh, you know, they're big-time superstars. Mm, I don't know. The more KD and Kyrie run their mouths, the more I can well, see happening. And considering that... <laughs> They're probably not considering that they're probably not gonna shut up anytime soon. I gotta disagree with you, Gabe, and say shoot. The okay. Nets are sounding, according to Katie and Kyrie's comments, are sounding more and more like the team who should be contending for the NBA Finals from the East, but have so much drama behind the scenes that it affects their chemistry on the court. We, you know, KD is KD. You're right, but we don't know what KD is going to look like coming back from the kind of injury that he had. And if he doesn't look good, we don't know if Kyrie is going to 
actually step up and carry this team, especially in the playoffs. Their rookie head coach is already being undermined. To me, it's a recipe <laughs> for, for a dumpster fire that I am also here for. So, shoot. Poor Nash. He, he didn't ask me of this. Poor Nash. I know. Oh. Yeah, and I got to shoot on this as well. I think that we're going to be disappointed at some point if this team doesn't go to wow. the NBA Finals next season. And here's the thing, though, because we expected the Los Angeles Clippers to go to the Finals. Well, a lot of people mm-hmm. did, right? Yep. And so the same thing is going to happen with, with the Nets. They're going to have those expectations, right? Um, yep. And I think it, maybe early on it depends. Like, if these guys can stay healthy, you know, maybe they go on, like, a, a nine-game win streak, whatever it is. You know, they're all, oh, yeah, the, you know, the Brooklyn Nets are looking great. You're going to have the same exact story. You know they're gonna maybe they get the best record out east, and now we're talking about them winning the east, kind of like the Bucks this season. And yeah, when you start getting that hype going and that wheel starts turning, and they come to like you know they come against a team like maybe Giannis, maybe they come against the Miami Heat, and they don't win that series. I mean, yeah, we're talking the same shit we are talking about the Clippers today about the Brooklyn Nets. Fast forward a year from now. Studs and duds. All right, let's get into some studs and duds here. Gabe, Robbie, myself, we will pick one stud, one dud over the last week here. Robbie, we'll let you go first. Who's your stud? You know, my for my stud, you know, I think you would say as a Heat fan, Jimmy Butler is the easy mm-hmm. answer. Preach. Mm-hmm. But no one has had a tougher task in this series than Coach Spo. I mean, game one, you watch your three best players go down with two of them not being able to come back. You you see it, your team being undersized and overmatched, getting obliterated in the first two games and have the media coming to you with comments about people thinking this series is over and your team not being able to overcome. And you still find a way to make your team remain competitive and win a game i actually recall seeing a gif where jimmy butler's head was photoshopped onto john snow's <laughs> body y'all watch game of thrones you'll know exactly what i'm talking oh about God. in that one scene during battle of the bastards where everyone is running toward him and he's standing there alone and he pulls a sword out i frankly i think that it should have been Spoh's face on there instead. And and this isn't to knock Jimmy at all. Y'all know I love Jimotheus Butler. I put it as my name on to record tonight. But Spo, I think, has been the real superstar for the Heat here. Okay. So he's my stud. He's my stud. He's That's my nice, stud. yeah. Shout okay. out to Spo. How about you, Gabe? Who's your stud this week? Well, yeah, I'm going to go with the easy answer. It's James Butler. You know, the better James hey. of the two games is in game three. I mean, let me say, they lost the first two games. James not holding his head down. He's still saying, hey, we're going to win this series. We're going to figure it out. He won't back down. Jimmy's, oh, sorry. James is the dog. So, you know, he, he, <laughs> he like went he out there. It. Right? James is the dog. He went out there. He did his thing. He talked shit to LeBron. You know, he wasn't afraid. Most players, when they play LeBron, right, they kind of, I don't want to say curl up, but, you know, there's a, a mental thing there against, playing against LeBron. Not James Butler. No, no siree. He went to work, got his guys involved with a whole bunch of, I guess, JV guys. And, you know, he, he took over. He did his thing. Yes, he's an extension of Spolster, but, you know, this whole series, he's been saying, we're going to win. We're going to win. You know what? I'm, I'm going to take I'm gonna take him for his word. James Butler. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If the, heat, if the Heat pull it off, pull off the upset, you know, mm-hmm. they repeat what they did in, in 2006 and win the finals, he's got to be the finals MVP. <laughs> 
no, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, to be honest with you, you know, with with these with this scenario, right? I, I think it's a good example to everybody that's watching the rest of the NBA to set that tone, to set that, you know, that higher bar to say, look, look what's happened to this team, and they're still here fighting. So, you know, it's a great example. I mean, I, I wouldn't. It's good for the league, guys. I mean, I wouldn't mind the Heat doing this every every year and just showing the East, like, who's boss. Like, you guys might run Giannis out of town or run him to Miami. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, it's a culture. It's something that the NBA has missed for a very long time. I mean, a lot of teams mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, go through an injury or two and they, they just kind of lay down flat. But, um, I mean, you know, we could talk all day about if the bubble contributes to it or not. But, I mean, it's still, it's still, it's still good for the league. Um, you know, shifting over to my stud here, I- I'm personally picking the Lakers bench except for one person. I wanted to tie these two together and make this interesting today. Uh, so I- I'm going to pick the Lakers bench. Uh, you know, collectively, somebody called them a bunch of ragtag guys, but I, you know, want to give them a bunch of honor today. Was that me? I, I want to I say, you know, we- we- we'll find out here to- maybe after game five. But, uh, you know, I want to give them the... Uh, I just want to give them the honor. You know, they're averaging about 40, they're averaging about 41 points per game so far in these first three games coming, you know, the entire bench. Um, so, you know, the bench supports there. They're, they're shooting about what seems to be about 40% from the field. So, you know, I mean, these guys are just coming in, knocking down shots. And I mean, they're open. I mean, the way that, you know, the opportunities present themselves, if you have AD in the down low, you know, if LeBron swings the pass the other side, all you really have to do is just make an open shot. Like, you could pay me to do that, LeBron, LA, Genie Bus. Like, give me a contract. I'll do it for you know twice less. You know, I, I'll knock an open shot down. But sometimes, and that that was the, one of the frustrating things to watch this Laker team. But you know, they, they've obviously come to the finals ready to perform. So shout out to that Laker bench there. Hey, good good for you for for defending and standing up for the Lakers bench. Because I don't know if you saw, but there was a petition on change.org going around Kuzma. about Kyle <laughs> Kuzma not getting a ring if the Lakers win the championship. Oh man! So, Ooh, man. Good God. for you. Good man. for you. I'm glad that you're you're giving Kuzma some recognition because nobody uh, else really is apparently. That that petition got more than like five thousand signatures. Yeah, pretty I quickly. think he saved himself. You know, in game three, you know, with the 19 points off the bench, I think he saved himself there. You know, and I mean, you know, shout out to the Lakers because even if you wanted to go far as the bench, I mean, Dwight Howard moving to the start starting lineup in, in this series, and if you if you wanted to, you know, go through and talk about that as well, I mean, it, 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 these guys came ready to play, so you know, shout out to Dwight as well for stepping up. I mean, not like he's brand new to the starting lineup, of course, as Dwight Howard we're talking about, but you know, <laughs> glad to see the Laker guys there. Mm-hmm. All right, duds, Robbie. Who's your dud? My dud. And we've already talked about him a little bit here. My dud goes to one of the leading men in the upcoming tragic telenovela that will be the 2020 Hold on. 2021 Brooklyn Nets. We always get this wrong. Like, Gabe, we, we, you and I always get this wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who it is. To be honest. I'm going to stop guessing. <laughs> Spit it out. Like, we think we know, but we're always wrong. Who's your dud, Robbie? No, I want you guys to guess. I, there was your right. clue. Uh, One of the leading men in the upcoming tragic telenovela that will be the 2020 2021 I mean, Brooklyn Nets. I'm going Nets. Kyrie. I'm going Kyrie. It because has to be you Kyrie. Got you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Wow, we got one, Gabe. Let's go. You guys, oh, yeah. you guys aren't that dumb. You guys aren't that dumb. It's all good. Anyways, 
He is my dud because he has been running his mouth up and down every single media outlet he possibly can. First, he says that he doesn't see the Nets having a head coach. What a wonderful welcome for your brand new first-time head coach, Steve Nash. And then he goes on KD's podcast and says that he was excited to play with Durant because it was the first time he had a teammate equally capable of making the final shot in a big game, which was so clearly a jab at LeBron James. And I'm sure that Cheval can high, LeBron James's personal defense attorney, will wholeheartedly agree with me. Mm. It was so it was so clear that he was taking jabs at LeBron that he had to come out and do an IG live to downplay all of it. You know, <laughs> there's power in just like shutting the fuck up and letting your game do the talking like LeBron says he does. Uh, Kyrie, are you aware of that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's a lost soul. I, I I don't even want to respond to Kyrie or even talk about Kyrie off the court at this point. Like it's it's he's such an incredible player when he when he's on the floor and he's healthy. I mean, it's it's sad. It's sad. Really yeah. sad. It's a good dud though. Very good dud. How about you, Gabe? Who's your dud of the week? Uh, this may shock you, even though he played well. I'm gonna go with LeBron James. Yeah, oh. LeBron James. So let me give you some reasons why. Why? He couldn't, he couldn't beat a team that was led by Jimmy Butler and a whole bunch of JV guys. You're missing your two best players. Mm. You know, I get Anthony Davis is out, but still, LeBron, you're better than that whole team combined. Come on, you dude. Are. You can't beat the solid in the heel. Can't be losing to Andre Iguodala, who's damn near older or maybe the same age as you. You can't be losing the rookies. Come on, guy. Like you, you should have took that game over. It was one point in the fourth quarter when he hit the N one, and they got they went up by one. I was like, oh crap! Here goes LeBron. It's, it's LeBron James time. We're gonna go down 3-0. And instead, he had more turnovers. He traveled a few times, mm. threw the ball mm. away. So you know that was his moment to shine and be like you know what I don't need AD I can just do this myself we can take this commanding three uh, on series lead and, you know we can just wrap this up uh, the next day but he failed I mean you, you let sure Butler punk you bro like dang, and, oh and not to mention he was saying hey y'all in trouble in the first quarter y'all in trouble Papa mia, papalote, policia. Oh yeah, see, yeah, see, LeBron, that's on you, baby. You, 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 the dud tonight. I gonna write. I'm gonna write. Tell you guys what next week's show is gonna be like. It's gonna be a bunch of this. What you just heard from his mouth. You gotta name if the Lakers win. You need to name the episode. LeBron's personal defense attorney speaks out. Oh my god. Closing arguments. It'd be a number. It'd be the the the, big, the world's biggest case. excuse, the world's biggest excuse for for LeBron James and why he shouldn't have won this championship uh, from from Gabe Lloyd's mouth. That's that's next week's episode for you guys. All right, let me let's let's talk about our dud here because I do have one disappointing Laker to tie in to the Laker bench, and I, he is excluded from the stud this week because he is a dud, and that man is Danny Green. So we could start the conversation like this. <laughs> that is a good dud pick. It's trash. I agree. An interesting, if you're if you're a betting man, an interesting bet would be as of game one, the first player to hit a three point shot. The odds of Danny Green hitting it was very close. What does he do? He catches it in the corner, mm-hmm. and he and he bricks it. It rims out. And it's like, what are the odds that you would have placed a bet? Because uh, I did have a I had a friend that bet on it. Right. I just said what. What is the point of, of betting, you know, Danny Green? And it's like, man, you know what? He really did take the first three-point field goal shot for the Lakers. Um, 
overall it was Jay Crowder that uh, came down and hit hit the one for, hit the first three point uh, shot of the game. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Danny Green had the first shot. All right, let's say you know we throw it out the window. Let's stop talking about you know you're sore you're a sore loser over a bet lost, right? All right, whatever. Let's let's talk about what Danny Green's done so far in his 22 minutes per game mm-hmm. in these three NBA Finals games. He's shooting. He this guy has shot the three ball right for most of his career, right? Yep. He's shooting the three ball 20% from the field. Oof. He takes at least seven attempts a game. Oh my god. At least seven attempts a game. He's knocking down one of them. And I mean, his best game was game three. He was four of nine from the from the field. But I mean, yes, he's shooting 20%. This guy is like a spot up shooter. Like you just that's what you're paid to. We, we one job. You have one job, just to knock shots down, right? And it's it's really, you know, uh, it's Danny Green. I mean, he's a starter, too. I shouldn't really compare him to the bench, but he, that's where he belongs. He belongs on the bench at this rate. I mean, you're t- I mean, throw in J.R. Smith. Let him get these shots, man. I mean, exactly. 20% for J.D. Green's, like, just chilling, hanging out. Just like, you know what? Like, I already got my couple of rings. I mean, he's San Antonio. He's got a ring from Toronto last year. He's mm. about to ride his back-to-back ring with another team. He's just kind of just enjoying the LA weather, or enjoying the Orlando weather, hanging out in the bubble. Like, yeah, man, I don't really need to make any shots here. You know, LeBron's got it. AD's got it. You know, KCP will step up. I'm all right. Like, all right, Danny Green. Basura. Blame Kawhi Leonard for that. That's all he can get once Kawhi Leonard, you know, took his time. And Danny Green was the last, I guess, decent player available. So, hey, thank you, Kawhi. Thank you, Kawhi. All right, Robbie and Gabe, that wraps up our show for today. Thank you all for listening. Once again, this is the Shoot or Pass podcast on behalf of Baseline Times. We thank you guys for listening out there. You can find us again. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Shout out to our overseas listeners in India listening through the Ghana app as well www.baselinetimes.com you can find me at baseline chevy on twitter let's chop it up let's talk some shit robbie gabe remind them one more time where they could find you at at robin hood with an h and a y on the twitter and the gram <laughs> gabe xl on the twitter lg84 on the gram heat and seven. Oh my god all right any shout outs for you robbie oh yeah i i got it i got a shout out CVS Health is t- CVS Health's 200 milligram ibuprofen tablets. Shout out mm. to you for helping me wow. combat the copious amounts of tequila I drank, and for helping mm. me keep my shit together enough to babysit a drunk and depressed Auburn fan who had to watch his team Ooh. get pretty much shut out by their rival Georgia this weekend. You know, it's mm. funny because I just called out Kyrie for putting his foot in his mouth and undermining past teammates and his head coach. But I basically do the same shit with alcohol nowadays. I take shots like I can handle it and even go as far as to telling people it's so smooth and that I can hang with the best of them. I would not be here on this podcast today if it were not for CBS Health's 200 milligram ibuprofen tablets and that heat win last night. So CBS Health, if you, you know, you're looking for a partnership deal um, for real? at Robin Hood with an H and a Y on the Twitter and the gram. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Any shout outs for you, Kate? Uh, I, I don't got none this week. Um, yeah, the city of Naples, perhaps? Mm, 
the rain kind of ruined it, but you know, it was, you know, it was, it was yeah, cool. Yeah, Florida got tagged up this weekend. It's yeah, all good though. Didn't even go to the beach, but yeah, uh, nah, no shout out for me today. Boo! I'm you can shout somebody out, man. I mean, shout out to the Republicans, I guess, sarcastically. But that's about it. <laughs> we'll take it. Tell them we'll why. Tell it. them why, Gabe. We got we got listeners uh, in India who might not understand. I, I shouldn't elaborate because I don't want to make this a political podcast. But I'm gonna just keep it at that. Shout out to the Republicans. That's all I gotta say. It's kind of like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. We'll just compare it to that. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Tom the Goat Brady. Um, you know, it, it's really uh, interesting when you've spent a very long time losing and seeing Jameis Winston let you down some of those toxic thoughts come back to you when you're down 24 to 7 going into the half and then I believe actually it was 24 to 14 going into the half um, you know you get a lot of these toxic traits that come back and creep up on you but Tom Brady is the GOAT and he shows why the second half was phenomenal so shout out to you Tom Brady you saved my weekend uh, holistically with the 38 to 21 win against the Los Angeles Chargers, bailing out the defense, in my opinion. So uh, it was a, that was my only highlight of the weekend, guys. Honestly, the Florida Gators won too. So I technically football was was a good weekend. Basketball wasn't. Um, fantasy football wasn't. I am officially 0 and 4. Um, <laughs> but uh, games fades and faves. It, it's just not working out for me right now. I'm just kidding. It, I, I haven't taken any advice from. Your faves and faves, yeah. Oh. You, you're, it, it's it's not yeah, because I don't be, you can't trust be making Gabe. that public though. We have to act like Gabe is a god, even when he's but, not. But but the thing is, you this can't is always you can't always get those players off this the wire. The point is that I'm not listening to to him, and, and maybe that's a pro- part of the problem. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay, um, okay, it's okay, just okay. going somewhere. <laughs> okay, just making sure you know we gotta promote. We we gotta do positive publicity for our part here. Word. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're wonderful picks, and plus, you know, Gabe and myself, we talk in the background I'm all sure the time. I'm sure they're wonderful, so. but I never look at them. <laughs> yeah. It's like a backhanded what, compliment. Hey, I, I, I've publicly <laughs> said that Gabe is my fantasy advisor in the background, so whatever fantasy moves, I, I dedicate 50% of those, those fantasy moves and, and draft picks to, to Gabe, so Technically, Gabe could be co-GM of my team. So now, that, here's I'll the say real that. question. Would you give 50% of your winnings to Gabe if you were to win money on those? Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. So Gabe and I, we, we've, we've, we've talked about this. Don't worry. You know, we're, we're men of, you know, proper nature. Word. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Word. Word. I already know. By the way, Robbie, how about how about this, you know, bracket challenge here? We're, we're not looking too good at getting to the top again. Even with the bonus round, so you know, we, shout we, out to it's honestly, Sports on Tap. It is it is your fault because you're the one picking the over unders. Yeah, I'm not hitting on the over unders. It's been really very not. bad for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe you can pick game four. How about that? I mean, <laughs> I guess I can. What do we have to lose at this point, right? Maybe exactly. Maybe I pull a Jimmy Butler and, and pull us out of an zero and two deficit in our over under picks to try and defeat the Sports on Tap boys the freaking yeah. brothers who are defeating us right now yeah i mean and for the people who don't really understand what we've done is we have basically picked each game of the nba finals and we let each team pick an over under amount that we just picked from um one of the sources and um if you're right you're under a certain amount of points per game and if you're wrong you don't get the points so it's kind of like a redemption style but mm-hmm. i think so far the, the person that has benefited is josh 
um, oh, from the, the dime, dime because he's officially tied with us. So we're tied for last place. Right oh now. my God. Okay. Yeah. I'm picking the over under tomorrow. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. How does next week sound? Lakers in five. You guys want to celebrate with me next weekend? Uh, no. Nah, dog. Be good. Because then I wouldn't I'm going to mute you on the next podcast. <laughs> I'm going to figure out how to mute on Zencaster so that I, Ooh. you know, it could just be Gabe and I in mourning if we lose. <laughs> we might, you know, tides might be turning here. I'm just saying. I, I mean, heat you know. Heat and siete. We might need a different moderator then for next week's show. We got friends. We'll figure it out. It could be an all heat. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? We gave you dos minutos today. You had dos minutos to rant. And, you know, we'll give you another dos minutos to go off on the next pod if the Lakers win. But after that, it's going to be... What we need to do is play the NBA Bubble Eulogy song in the background the whole episode. <laughs> Yeah, for the heat. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> oh, you mother. <laughs> and by the way, there will be there will be an all-inclusive LeBron James episode where we are going in our bag. Gabe know a few of these gentlemen, and they're ready to be on the show, Gabe. So I, I just got to say that. So shout out to oh boy. our LeBron James. Yes. I know it's DeMario. It has to be him. I mean, I'm not saying names. I mean, you're just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just make it. sure you beat him in fantasy football that's all I'm going to say uh, it's not um, looking good the influencer is going to make himself available every LeBron James fan <laughs> will make themselves available once this fourth ring happens okay of course I'm about to hear from both sides oh my god let's just focus on game four tomorrow shall we yeah we'll, we'll get that win and we'll be good yeah, yeah. One, one game at a time one game at a time that's what that's what the man the stud coach Spoh says <laughs> 